Hi, and welcome to the Country Hope Church podcast. We're based in regional Queensland with locations in Chinchilla, Gainda, Jandawi, and Meandara. We hope you enjoy this episode and we invite you to join us for a Sunday service. For full details, head to our website, www.countryhope.church. I want to, to think about this scenario for a minute. This is a crazy scenario. A nomadic sheep herder minding his own voice way out past Tara, way out where there's no one living, sees a bush burning. He walks up to it and the bush speaks to him and says, I am God. I want you to leave your sheep. I want you to go to the capital city of the major economic and military power of the day. And I want you to demand that their leader releases the slaves that he's relied on for so many years. I want you to confront the most powerful man in the world. And if you do, I'll go with you. And when you think about that, how do you respond to that? Or this one, a prostitute discovers two, two spies hiding in her city. And those two spies are planning the dis- destruction of her city. And so she knows there's a reward out for, her, for their capture, but she claims that God spoke to her and tells her to hide the spies. And if she does, she will be saved from the coming destruction. Hearing from God. Both those stories are actually in the Bible. Uh, we read them in the Old Testament. We read the story of, of Moses and Exodus, and we read the, the story of, of Rahab, and we, we hear those stories, and we hear it said, God spoke, they heard God's voice, and then they did what God asked them to do, and they played their part in an amazing adventure that ended up saving mankind. And I read it in the Bible, and I think, It's amazing. Then I read in Hebrews 1 where it says, In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. And I think that's fantastic. But what about in 21st century Queensland? Do we still hear his voice? Does God speak to us? Does he ask us to do things? Someone last week I preached on Gideon. And how Gideon heard God's voice and he responded to God's voice. And someone came up to me after the service here in church and asked me a very interesting question. How does God speak to us today? God spoke to Gideon and we read it in the Bible, but how does God speak? How does that work? What does that look like? Does God actually speak to us like he spoke to them back there? When you think about it, it's an amazing concept that the God who we can't see, who is in control of the whole universe, would speak to me. I'm just little old me in Chinchilla. Number one, he knows I I exist. Number two, does he actually speak to me? Does he give me messages? If you have faith in God, the answer is a resounding yes. God does speak to us. He has an unfolding plan of salvation for humankind. And people who love him... And Murray touched on this. He he wants to commune with us. He wants to talk to us. And there are times in our life when he speaks to us. So the answer is, yes, he does speak to us. But what does that actually look like for someone like me? How does he speak to us? I've never seen a burning bush and heard God's voice coming out from it. Never. Never happened. I've never heard the audible voice of God. Been out minding my own business and heard a voice from heaven. Never happened to me in my life. It still can happen. 
And people have said that God has spoken to them like that, but never for me has God ever spoken to me like that. And over the last few weeks, we've been talking about having a heart on fire for God. And to have a heart on fire for God, we've got to have a relationship with God. And to have a relationship with God, we've got to be able to communicate with God. And that means I speak with him and I pray and I I, I have this relationship with him, but he also speaks to me. So as a Christian, God speaks to us. But how does that work? How does he speak to us? When we say, God spoke to me, what does it actually mean? Well, we've got to believe God is communicating God and we've got to believe that God speaks to his followers. But how does he do that? Well, one way he does that is through his word. The Bible is an amazing book. It's not your average book. It's actually a collection of writers inspired by God and God had this plan. I'll leave a revelation of who I am and how my how my people should act and and what it looks like to have a relationship. And the Bible tells me who God is and it tells me who I am. And as I read the Bible, it's actually like God speaking to me. And he tells me things. And he tells me, do not murder. Now, I like that rule because I can live in safety. And he tells me, don't gossip. And he tells me things through his word that are are God-ordained things, and I like that. He speaks to me through his word. And so I read his word because he speaks to me through his word. But there are also times when he whispers into my soul, those times when I feel him prompting me. And he puts a thought in my head that won't go away. It's like a nagging in my soul. And and he speaks to me in that way. For, For instance, when I was... And this was a, a, a big moment in my life. I was 22. I was um, a garbo in Toowoomba, loving life, getting paid good money for 20 hours a week. I was on a full-time wage, thinking life can't be better because I was, I was on the garbage run playing golf in the afternoon, living life fantastic. It was just a great job. And then I felt God speak to me and say, you should go to theological college to become a pastor. And I felt that nagging in my soul. And then one day I did communion at church, in my church in Toowoomba, I did communion like Mari did here today. Afterwards, the assistant pastor came up to me and said, you should go to Bible college and become a pastor. I just feel like you should. And for me, for him when he said it, it was just a throwaway line almost. For me, it was like an explosion in my soul because I'd been thinking about that the past few months because I had this nagging in my soul. So God spoke to me. How does that work though? How does God... Speak to me. What have I got to do to be able to hear from God? Listen to what Jesus told his disciples just before he left. And you can read this in John 15 and 16 and 17. These are some of the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples. And he was about to be arrested and crucified and then and leave them. But these are the words that he spoke to them. If you love me, you will obey my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper who will be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world can't accept him because they don't see him or know him, but you know him because he lives with you and he will be in you. So think about that for a moment. What Jesus said is, I'm here on earth talking to you, but I'm going to leave and then the Holy Spirit's going to come and he will be here forever for those that believe forever to come, so that includes us, and he will live in you and with you. 
I love that concept of in you and with you. He will live in you. You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, but he will also live with you and do life with you and speak with you as you go through life. This is what it says. But the helper will teach you everything and will cause you to remember all that I've told you. The helper is the Holy Spirit who the Father will send in my name. He goes on to say, and I will send you a helper from the Father, and he's the spirit of truth who comes from the Father. And when he comes, he will tell you about me. So there we have the Holy Spirit speaking to us, telling us about Jesus and, and what he's like. And, and you must also tell people about me because you've been with me from the beginning. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth. In other words, he will speak into your soul and tell you where you should go and what you should do. He will not speak his own words, but he will only speak what he hears and and he will tell you what is to come. The spirit of truth will bring glory to me because he will take what I have said and tell it to you. So here's this concept of God speaking to us through the Holy Spirit, giving us God's words. All that the Father has is mine, and that is why I said to you, the Spirit will take what I say, and he will tell it to you. <clears throat> so here we have Jesus saying, really clearly, for you disciples and my disciples to come, I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit, who when you become a believer will live in you and with you, and will speak God's message to you, so that you can understand who I am, who you are, and what is to come in the future, and what you are to do. So this is what, when I bring it down to one sentence, I'm a believer in God, therefore I believe the Holy Spirit lives in me, and walks beside me, and tells me, and speaks to me, and shows me things. And it's like God speaking to me. But how does that look in a practical sense? Like it sounds weird, God speaks to me through the Holy Spirit. How does it actually work in a practical sense? Well, I'll tell you, for me, and this is for all believers, number one, when I read his word, I get the no-brainer stuff. I read his word, he says, this is what you're supposed to do, so I obey it. You're not supposed to kill, you're not supposed to gossip, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to love, all those things, I read it, I understand it, I do it. But then there's also a different way that God speaks to me through his word. It's like when I read something that I may have read a thousand times before, as I read it, all of a sudden, it sparks something in me. Something, God is really speaking to me through this. Hebrews says an interesting thing about God's word. It says, God's word is alive. His word is alive and it's working and it's sharper than a double-edged sword and it cuts its way into us where the soul and the spirit are joined at the center of our joints and bones and it judges our thoughts and our feelings and our hearts and it's alive and it speaks to us. And so how how does that work? What's an example of this? Well, this week... Uh, The past three weeks, I've been reading the 23rd Psalm. Now, I have read them thousands of times over the past 40 years that I've been a Christian. I know them off by heart, but I just felt I should read the 23rd Psalm. And then I came to the part of the 23rd Psalm where it says this, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't be afraid because you're with me. Your rod and your staff... They bring me comfort. Now, I've read those words literally thousands and thousands of times. But in the past couple of weeks, all of a sudden, they've meant something new to me. And I've started to think about them. And I've I've really started to dwell on those words. And and they just, and they've 
driven me to pray about them and ask God, what do they actually mean? And, and then this has been happening in the past few weeks and then all of a sudden I get a few funerals in a row and then this coming week I, I've got to do a funeral for a young man who was only 21 when he died on the job. And I've got to talk to his family about life and about... And all of a sudden, these things that I've been thinking about and, and walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but I won't fear, all of a sudden they begin to relate to what's going on around me. And I can't believe... It's like God is speaking to me through his word to prepare me for what I'm supposed to do in the next couple of weeks. And I have a new understanding and God's speaking to me and he's challenging me. And it's his word is speaking to me through the Holy Spirit giving me new insight and thoughts I hadn't had about that before to help me going through, go through what I'm going through at the moment. And I sit back and I think, God, you're amazing. You knew a few weeks ago what I'd be doing this coming week and you started preparing me when I read your word and you spoke to me and now I feel you. I feel you talking to me through your word. So he speaks to me through his word. For him to speak to me through his word, I've got to read his word. I've got to get into the habit of reading his word. Not just reading it, but soaking in it and praying every day, God, as I read this, I pray that you would speak to me and then read his word and allow him to talk to me through his word. He talks to me through his word, but he also speaks into my soul. Now, how do I explain that? There are times when he talks through his word, but there are also times when he puts a nagging thought or a whisper in my soul. And I think about it, and I think about it. Uh, for example, this week, I'll give you another example from this week. This week, I just felt I should ring someone, a friend that I know really well. And it was just a thought, I need to ring someone. And I thought, yeah, I'll do that, I'm pretty busy. I'll do. And then the thought came back, and the thought came back. And it kept coming back, you really need to ring someone. And then I began to think, well, okay, I really need to ring that guy. So then before I rang that guy, I thought, God, I, I really think this is something you're talking to me about, give me the words I need to say. And so I rang that guy and it was a God thing. I'm glad I rang that guy because then a mate of mine, I could talk to him about what he was going through and, and he just said to me, it's unbelievable that you rang me today because I really needed that call. Well, it was actually God prompting me. And it was this urge, it was this prompting, it was this nagging in my soul, it was this whisper that God was telling me to do something. And it's amazing that God does that for little things and he also does it for big life things. He speaks into our soul and, and the, those bigger life decisions, when we pray about them, he tells us what to do. So what if you're sitting there today and you're thinking, but God doesn't speak to me like that. How do you get that nagging in your soul? How do you get that whisper? How do you... Uh, it would be much easier if God just spoke to me through my mobile phone. I get a text from God, hey, you're supposed to do this. That would be much easier. But it's not like that. It's like he whispers into my soul. How do you get to the stage where you know it's God whispering into your soul? It really happens by practice and by relationship and by every day I stand before God and I say, God, speak to me today. I'm willing to hear your voice. I'm ready to listen. Speak to me. And when I have an open heart and when I say, God, speak to me, some days... I don't get that voice from God, but that's all right. But then some days I get that prompting and I feel God saying, I want you to do this, I want you to do this or do that. And, and so it's by surrendering and realising that God is a speaking God and then praying every morning, God, today, if you speak to me, I'll hear. 
and I'll do what you want me to do. So speak to my soul. And he does. It's quite amazing what he actually speaks to you about. I, t- I said about going to theological college 20-something years ago, and you've heard this story before, but when it happened to me, it was crazy. I felt God saying to me, I want you to go to theological college and become a pastor. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. That sounds... But then he also said to me, I felt in my spirit him say to me, and I also want you to give away everything you have except the clothes you own. I want you to give your car away. I want you to give all your money away. I want you to give everything away and go to Bible college with just your clothes and I'll supply what you need in Bible college. Now you hear that and you think, is that God or is that the cheese I ate last night's pizza? That's crazy. But then God kept speaking to me. And then I went to my parents and I said, God is telling me to give my stuff away. And my dad said, you're crazy. Don't you dare do that. You're mad. But then God kept saying to me. And so in the end, being a simple person I am, I gave everything away. I came to give it all away. And then God led me to meet a young girl in college who had a lot of money in a car and I married her and I got it all back anyway. (laughs) But the fact is, I felt really strongly... God is speaking to me. And so when I feel that prompting, and then I say, God, is that really you? And the prompting keeps coming. What I found is, if I act on it, and it is a God thing, it'll all work out. And if it's not a God thing, if it's just me, it's usually good anyway, and it'll work out anyway. But there are those moments when I feel... God, you're speaking to me those moments where I've got to take a leap of faith. The whisper of the Holy Spirit who lives in us and is with us. And as we have a relationship with God, the Holy, speaks to us, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Then we have a choice. As I read through the Bible, I read lots of the Holy Spirit spoke to someone, God spoke to someone, asked them to do something, and they did it. What the Bible doesn't really tell us about is the amount of people that God spoke to, and they said, no, I'm not doing that or they didn't do it, or they didn't obey that nagging whisper and and they refused to obey God and you don't hear about them. And I'm sure there are a lot of people like that because the key to hearing from God in your spirit is to actually do what he's asked you to do. And if you hear that nagging from God, that whisper, and you refuse to do it, and you refuse to do it again and again and again, why would God keep speaking to you? if you're not doing what he's doing, what he's asked you to do. So a key to hearing from God is when you hear it, obey and see what God does. And as you obey God's whisper, it seems that he whispers again and again and again. And then that whisper becomes familiar as you hear God's voice and as you do what he's asked you to do. And so it takes courage to do that. But here's the thing. When you feel that whisper from God, obey it and you'll get more whispers from God. And he'll take you to places that you can't believe and your life will unfold and, and you'll hear his voice in your soul and you'll know what it means when people say, I heard from God and he told me to do this. You'll understand what it means. If you're a follower of Christ, if you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit in you and you have the Holy Spirit in you who lives in you and with you and speaks to you. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about what it means to be full of the Holy Spirit and empowered by him. But until then, this is what I want you to do if you're a Christian, if you're a Christ follower. This week, when you go home, every day this week, get up in the morning and the first thing you say is not, it's really cold today. 
I wish it wasn't so cold, I want to stay in bed, say this, I'm a follower of Christ, therefore the Holy Spirit is with me. Speak to me today. Give me a whisper in my soul. And I guarantee by the end of the week, you will have felt something in your soul to do something, a whisper to do something. And as you do it, it's amazing what God could do. And that whisper could be just a little thing. I talked the other week how I went into Drake's and I felt God saying, go speak to the, to the girl at the deli. And I did. And, and it can be a little whisper or it can be a big whisper. But then I just know God speaks to me. And so this week, uh, just pray to God. God, whisper to my soul. Tell me something. Give me something to do and I'll obey it. And he will answer that prayer. If you've been a Christian for 80 years, but your relationship with God, that dynamic relationship, doesn't seem to be what it was, then here's a fresh start. Pray God, whisper into my soul this week. If you're a brand new Christian and you've just started out on your faith journey and you don't understand quite what it means when God speaks to you, take time this week and say, God, whisper into my soul. Give me something to do and I'll obey it and see how it unfolds. If you would call yourself not quite a Christian, you don't understand what this is about, about following Christ, you can do this as well. You can say, hey God, I don't quite know you, but I want to know more about you. Reveal yourself to me and see how he whispers into your soul. Because God is a communicating God. And if I'm going to live with a dynamic relationship for him and have a heart on fire for God, I've got to expect that he speaks to me. And so if God has, hasn't spoken to you for years, expect it this week. If you're a brand new Christian and follower of Christ and, and, and you don't quite know what that means for God to whisper into your soul, just allow him to this week. God, speak into my soul. If you're not quite a Christian, not quite sure yet, then just pray, God, reveal something to me. And I guarantee either he will speak into your soul or someone will come across your path and say something that triggers something in your mind because God actually speaks. I want you to think about that just as we close. The God who is in charge of the universe, who is all-powerful, takes the time to speak into my soul. Therefore, I want to be ready this week to hear his whisper and to obey it, no matter how big or small it may be. Even if it's just give someone a call and encourage them. I want to obey that whisper and cultivate ears that can hear from God when he speaks to me. Because I know that when he does, my life will unfold to be an amazing life on fire for God. Why don't you stand? We're going to pray. Here's an interesting thing. We're going to close this service by praying, by talking to God. We talk to God, but he also speaks back to us. And as I pray to close this service today, what I'm going to pray is that you actually feel God speaking to you this week. God, give us whispers, give us prompts, and may we obey what you've got to say. Let's pray together. Lord, I want to thank you that you are a God who communicates. And you've given us your word, and I pray that we would be good at reading your word and allowing it to soak into our souls and it would shape who we are and how we see the world, how we see you, how we see other people. May we be obedient to your word 
especially where it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your mind and soul and strength and love others as you love yourself. May we obey that diligently. Lord, speak to us in your word and may we obey it, I pray. But may we also be open to the whispers you put into our soul, Holy Spirit, where you give us a nudge, where you, you prompt us to do something. May we be open to them as Christians because we believe the Holy Spirit lives in us and walks with us and guides us and leads us. And I pray for people here today that are starting their spiritual journey, that they would increasingly know what it is to have God whisper into their soul and simply obey Him and see the difference it makes. And I pray for people who are are just discovering what Jesus is about and aren't yet quite, wouldn't call themselves followers of Christ, that this week you would speak into their souls as well that they'd know you're real and that the Christian life can be an amazing life. I pray for people here today who have been a Christian a long time, but their relationship, the fire in their heart is burning low, that this week something would be ignited as they ask you to speak to them. And I pray, Lord, that we would be people who hear your voice and obey and are led by the Spirit and people who are on fire for you. Lord, I particularly pray today for people who are going through a painful time and really want to hear your voice clearly. I pray that this week would be a week where they hear your voice and they know that they're loved and know that everything will work out because you've spoken into their soul. Lord, I know you speak. I pray that we would learn what it is to listen to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Country Hope Church podcast and that this episode blessed you. If you've got any questions or prayer requests, please don't hesitate to contact us through our email, connect at countryhope.church. If you'd like to subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, we hope to see you either online or in person at some point soon.